0: MIT suggests that for every 50 minutes of work, you need a 10-minute break. So here is your weekly 10-minute podcast of grade A procrastination material to tide you over to your next 50 minutes. My name is Sean Buck, and welcome to Podcrastination. Hey guys, it's Sean here. Uh, I have my first guest this week. It's really exciting. Uh, It is my producer, Abby Welch. Yep. And that's all she has to say. Uh, No, but she's going to bring us our three things this week. So get ready for it and be excited. Abby, what do you have to say?
1: I have three things.
0: And there we go. Let's get started.
1: Okay, so last week you talked about um, orcas and how cold-hearted they are. Mm -hmm. But I have a rebuttal. Oh, no. So brought to my attention by one of our good friends, Hannah Ross.
0: She's the worst. No, we love her. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Perhaps orcas aren't actually cold-hearted killers. They're actually health freaks. Okay? Okay. So, in shark livers, Mm -hmm. last week you talked about how um, orcas were removing shark livers and leaving the rest, right? So, shark livers actually contain um, a super nutrient oil called squalene. Have you heard of this?
0: I have not heard of
1: it. Squalene has uh, properties that protect your skin. Mm-hmm. has anti-cancer properties. Okay. Is that a word? Anti-cancer?
0: Anti-cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be fine.
1: <laughs> I found this on the Google, so it's legit.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, sharks are known for their apparent immunity to cancer, so I, we, they think that the production of squalene is actually what uh, causes that. It reduces the side effects of chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. It's an antioxidant. It improves improves mitochondrial function, and may also help fight fatty liver disease. Okay. So, <clears throat> squalene can be found in olive oil, but shark liver oil is the richest known source of squalene.
0: Okay, so the orcas aren't just like savages and eating livers. But there might be a purpose. There might be an actual purpose to choosing the liver and not the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. But can you explain the testicles?
1: I knew this was going to come up. <laughs> in fact, the jury is still out. On why the orcas are eating the testicles.
0: It feels like an insult to injury kind of thing. Like, I'll take away your manhood um, while also killing you.
1: Yeah. I can't explain that one. Orcas are a little bit of a freak. But health freaks and freaky freaks.
0: Okay. Interesting. <laughs> we're in. We're live.
1: Okay. This one... Um, these next two segments are just something that I'm, like, super interested in. Okay. The last one was brought to my attention by someone else.
0: Last one was my mistake, okay, no. and these next ones are, are. not my mistakes. Okay. Nope. Cool.
1: Okay, so how much do you know about the human microbiome?
0: I know little to none.
1: Actually none or little to
0: none? <laughs> uh, who's to say?
1: Okay, so the human microbiome is refers to all of the microorganisms living in and on the the human body.
0: So these are like things that are living on me?
1: Mm-hmm, little teeny tiny ones. Yikes. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is comprised of bacteria, but not all of it. There's like some viral things and other, I don't know, all of the words for this.
0: That makes me feel better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, I'm about to hit you with some stats. Okay. The human microbiota consists of 10 to 100 trillion.
0: trillion. Ten. Wait, like 10 or 10, 10 hundred trillion? 10?
1: That is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say. I think it's 10 trillion to 100 trillion.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, some Symbiotic microbial cells
0: mm-hmm.
1: harbored by each person. Okay? Largely comprised of bacteria, specifically in your gut. In my gut. Okay? So I have a lot of these facts from a podcast that I really enjoy called Stuff You Should Know. Mm-hmm. They did a podcast called The Human Microbiome Project, um, and they talked about how if you, and I think they got their sources from other places, but this is where my sources, okay? Okay. If you scan all of the genes in the human body, there are about 100 times more microbial genes than human genes. Okay. How do you feel about that?
0: So there's more of other stuff on me than me on, me on Yes. Me.
1: yes. Okay. okay. So you can, yeah. I feel like you can see where this is heading a little bit. Yeah. Um, human cells only make up about ten percent of living cells on the human body. Okay. The healthiest right. person ever
0: mm-hmm. has—it's no me. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> two
1: to five pounds of bacteria on their body.
0: Wait, say it again.
1: Two to five pounds. <laughs>
0: two to five pounds. Okay.
1: Of their mass mm-hmm. is bacteria. Okay. It's not human. Yeah. Okay. So what did what what did you say before? There's more bacteria. On More your person than there on is on
0: me than me on me
1: right so okay. some people have started taking some a bit of a like philosophical view of this situation that we've recently found out about mm-hmm. um, and there's a book this is my book recommendation coming your way I haven't read it but I'm really interested in reading it
0: okay <laughs> if someone wants to buy this for Abby <laughs> they're welcome to do that
1: it's called I can I contain multitudes colon the microbes within us and a grander view of life. Mm. I like the way that um, this reviewer described it. Many people think of microbes as germs to be eradicated, but those that live with us, the microbiome, build our bodies, protect our health, shape our identities, and grant us incredible abilities. Mm. So just this whole view of like, um, I found another statistic that was like there are more microbes living in our gut than there are stars in the Milky Way. And I just think it's a really interesting look of instead of like looking out. To more like just within ourselves, there are multi- multitudes that already exist.
0: Interesting. So, so it's like ex- like learning new species inside of ourselves.
1: Yeah, isn't it and wild like a little bit?
0: So it's like um kind of like Miss Frizzle was on the right path <laughs> yeah, of like going so. inside of us. And it's kind of like a Star Am I Trek on your mind the inside? yet? Yeah, I um, I want to like go and boil my skin and take a shower, (laughs) but at the same time I want to like study everything. So no, but they're good for you.
1: They help you. They're your friends. Okay, Okay. this is my segment. I've called. Where are they now?
0: Where are they now? (laughs) Where
1: are they now? Don't worry, I know. Okay. Um, Have you ever heard of a show called The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody?
0: I have heard of that show.
1: Did you like it?
0: I did like it. I watched it a lot as a kid. I think I wanted to live in a hotel at one point.
1: Do you know where they are now, Zach and Cody?
0: Um, I can't remember. Wait, Cody uh, is Cole right? Yes. Cole Sprouse, so he's on Riverdale. Yeah, that's all I know.
1: Okay. Do you cool. know where Dylan is now? I do not. Let me tell you. Okay. So I also love Riverdale, and mm. I am. Really I don't excited love Riverdale about... just
0: for the just for the record, but continue.
1: I'm excited about Cole's return to uh, the TV world. But Dylan, Mm -hmm. did you know Dylan is currently the youngest master brewer of mead in America?
0: Explain mead.
1: Mead is wine made from honey. Hmm. So our very own Dylan Sprouse, he is the youngest master brewer of mead in America. He has been brewing mead since he was 16. He's now 25. How many years is that? Uh, Let's do some math. He perfected his recipe in his dorm room at NYU, and he now owns a meadery in Brooklyn called All Wise Meadery. You can order mead from All Wise Meadery at their website, allwisemeadery.com. You can choose between the All Wise Show Mead
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the All Wise Oolong Mead that leaves a taste of oolong in your mouth.
0: Interesting. Okay, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> First off, how is he brewing alcohol at 16 years old?
1: Don't ask questions like that.
0: Okay. Second question. Have you ever had mead before?
1: I have. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. I, in fact, have had Dylan Sprouse's (laughs) show mead. Yes. How did
0: you come uh, across Dylan Sprouse's show mead?
1: My dear friends, Lauren Rutherford and Mm -hmm. Kinsey Maples, also share an obsession with the Sprouse twins. Mm -hmm. We ordered some of their mead.
0: And give me a two-second review.
1: Out of all of the mead I've had in my life. This was the best.
0: Wow. Okay, I think that's an episode. <laughs> and that was my first episode with a guest. <laughs> yelling. <laughs> I'm yelling. I'm sorry. Um Abby Welch, thank you so much for being my first guest and for being my producer. You're awesome. I appreciate you. You better. This episode was hosted by Sean Buck with Abby Welch, also produced by Abby Welch, with our music by Chase Barwick.
1: Remember, there are 10 to 100 trillion bacteria mostly working in your favor. You can do anything. Go get back to work.